T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And my head's spinning. So much is going on. So much of this is intertwined, quite frankly, what's happening with covid What's happening with bail? And I got to thank uh, Judge Motznick for doing that today. It takes courage to tell the truth. He'll get blowback from that for doing the right thing. How dare you? It's ridiculous. Come on, man. What happened to common sense? It went the hell out the window. All this is tied in into a subject I talked about yesterday. The demise of law enforcement. The explosion of crime. Man, one of the most poignant texts I ever read in my life, and I got a lot of texts, It's from one of my boys, a true insider, lifelong cop dedicated to saving your life, regardless of the circumstance. He sent me a text yesterday and it said, I'll be happy if I never make another arrest again. Folks, that ain't right. Bob Schwartzwalder, union president, FOP. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Marty. Thanks for having me on your show. Hey, man, reading something like that troubles me. It should trouble the general public because you tell me, Bob, because you're a straight shooter, too. This is the kind of the the mood out there, isn't it, sir? It's uh, permeating, Marty, I think, across uh, many, many different divisions of of the police force. And and let me just reassure the public, however. If the officers get a call, they're going to respond. They're going to do their job. If they get an investigation, they're going to do their job. But if you're going to ask them to self-initiate, I mean, that's going to drop off substantially, as it as is in, indicative of the statistics that you're seeing now across the country. And not just in Pittsburgh, you're seeing, this no. in other pla- you're seeing this in other places. But whenever leadership abdicates this responsibility, and, and sometimes I sound like a broken record on your show, I get that. Hey, man. But, but, but every time that I talk about leadership and the way leadership uh, talks about law enforcement in the public, uh, damages the law enforcement morale and then they get it from the public, then they get it from their families, and it just keeps spiraling downward. So the cops are just going to shut down. They're going to do their job. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to ask them to self-initiate, they're going to say, yeah, that's not required. All right, let's be honest about the world we live in. This is a fact, Jack. When a family has one parent, there's no bond, no cohesive leadership. The family falls apart. When a football team has a crappy coach or no coach at all, you can have 22 all-pros, and they still lose. What's my point? If cops have no leadership and no leader and no template for glory, success, and reward, they're going to fail like I would fail, like any would have failed, right, sir? And that's an, that's an interesting point, Marty, you put out. So you have to have a strategy, right? So the law enforcement people, and this goes from the mayor's office all the way down to uh, police leadership, uh, you have to have a strategy and say, what are we organized around? So I would say, look, society wants 
law enforcement would be organized around violent crime. That's why they complain whenever things go awry, whenever you have a minor offense. You know, you see this on the news and if the right. cops get this up. So they want law enforcement organized around violent crime. But what's spiraling out of control right now? Violent, violent crime. crime. Right. So you seen the hom- you sent me a text the other day. Uh, one of the news uh, organizations talking about the homicide rate exponentially higher, double, triple in some cities. But I don't use that. I don't use that metric. Right. I use the ag assault metric. The aggravated assault. Why, sir? Well, because medical science, law enforcement, firefighters, and so on, public safety people are intervening early and saving gunshot wound victims and and reducing substantially the murder rate. So what happens is you might have a real high murder rate, but if you really looked at the aggravated assault rate without early medical intervention, I believe the murder rate would be four, five, six times higher than it is currently. And check this out. This ties into what we heard from Judge Motznick mm-hmm. in that they don't believe in bonds. I've had your officers that you represent as their president say, hell with it, man. Why am I going to arrest this guy when he's not going to get punished? There will be no bond. And in general terms, I had a cop send me a text yesterday. He said, a guy has violated trespass rules at a local store five days in a row. You think I should arrest him? Back in the day, my man... A guy violates trespass rules every day. And the reason why he's not allowed in is because he's stealing crap every day. But now officers are saying, man, I don't I don't even know if I can arrest this guy. Right. Well, that's because they're not supporting it. That's right. So so the business owners, in my view, need to organize and put pressure on the politicians. And then, of course, the way things roll, politicians then put pressure back on the police force. But nobody wants to accept the responsibility for making arrests because of these low-level offenses. But as I said again before on your show, and and it sounds like a broken record, society will always achieve the criminality it seeks. They will always, always seek that. So if they like that type of crime, and it's really not bothering them, those individuals, but it's only bothering the business owners, they don't care because everybody does things for their own self-interest at the moment that they do them. So what happens is people don't really care if it's not bothering them. But if that person happens to be in the store whenever this crime is committed, well, now they want to know where the police are. So, you know, the police are kind of torn and they understand that mission, but it all trickles down from what society wants versus what leadership is willing to endure and what they're willing to enforce. Man, we now have a pretty large group of criminals that really can say, seriously, man, the fact is that now crime pays. I can rip off stores every damn day and I'll never get arrested, sir. Well, you've seen it on the news. I mean, right. they've shown it in, all, in these other cities. Now, fortunately for us, it hasn't happened at, uh, at, that dramatically here in Pittsburgh. because uh, Well, there's a pharmacy downtown where they've had almost a million dollars in theft in a year. Wow. And I used to work that zone for over 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yep. Uh, it's, it's nasty. The, the reality has to be, and, and, and I did hear uh, Judge Monstick, who I, I agree with you, is a superb judge. Um, I did hear him talk about bail and bond, and I think he does a, a very good job. I think most magistrates do. But again, they're getting pressure from society and others to release these individuals. And um, it, it, it's a, it, this is going to uh, continue. I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. You're hanging, right? Yes, sir. All right. You tell me, folks. Prove me wrong. I say crime pays. Crime pays. 866-391-1020. Smarty Griffin. I got um, Bob Schwartzwell, the union president here. There's a lot going on. A catastrophic increase in homicides nationwide and like they've never seen before in fact the fbi saw the largest increase in homicides in more than 60 years and it might be even bigger but that's how long they've been keeping numbers and and 
I have cops who are close friends said to hell with it, man. I checked out. Look, man, you send me on a 911 call, I'm going to save a life. But after that call's over, I ain't going out of my way to do anything anymore. Bob Schwartzwalder, you see this and it scares you, doesn't it, sir? It does, Morty. And it's not, and, and I always like to emphasize, not just in Pittsburgh, it's everywhere. Absolutely. But, but in, in all your major cities, when, when you have leadership that does not support, and I mean not tacit support, I mean overt support for their people, and they, instead of supporting, they attack, they discipline for ridiculous infractions or some, something so minor that most employers will just yawn at. Police, police uh, agencies are hammering officers for they're getting it from uh, the administration. They're getting it from society. Then it transfers to home. So they just check out. I mean, they're human. Police officers are human. Right. I know people don't think so, but they, they're human beings. They can only take so much heat for so long, and they're just going to shut down. There's a um, propensity right now to burn cops at the stake. There's this glorious belief that i got to get me one. And let me use a specific case as an example. I have a bunch of insiders who tell me that this taser case involving a Pittsburgh man who was tased and later died, massive heart failure, that there was criminality. And, but, but I'm told the investigations aren't finished. I'm told the feds said we have no case. But yesterday it's reported in local media that Jim Rogers, the man who's dead, was tased eight times. Four officers could be fired and two demoted. You say this does tremendous harm, don't you? And, and this is upsetting to you, sir. So I'm going to try to keep my temperament uh, in a professional level here, Marty, on your show. But I'm extremely angry that this is even being discussed. Our contract is explicit. No internal investigation matters allowed to be commented upon, talked about, et cetera, because it misleads the public. You can completely finish your internal investigation, and then you come up with a result. And then you take action based on that result. By putting out speculative information by nobody identifying themselves who's providing this information to the media, et cetera. It does a disservice to the community. It does a disservice to the department. It does a disservice to the Rogers family. It does a disservice to the cops that are involved. And I'm angry, and anybody that released this information should be terminated, and they should be terminated today. Is it accurate? No. No, it's not accurate. Right, and I can't go into detail. Right. Why? For what I just told you, because the investigation isn't completed. But what was put out? is not accurate. So, so this starts circulating in local media, then it hits social media, which is how I got it. So now everybody thinks, yeah, I knew it all along. They're bad cops. That's correct. And, and it perpetuates a myth, and it perpetuates crap, right. for lack of a better term. Right. Right? And it perpetuates this information, and then it starts protests. And then it, and it creates, hey, people are hiding things. Right. And, and then we have this need to, hey, somebody should be charged. So then the DA gets pressured, or any of these other individuals start getting pressured, not based on fact, but based on innuendo, rumor, et cetera, because these investigations are not complete. And here's what I know. Uh, internal investigation is not finished. Uh, the DA's office investigation is not finished. And the feds walked away. There is no conclusion to anything at this time. So to circulate that all these cops are going to be fired and or arrested and they're bad cops sends a message to the public and confirms what the haters hate. And they like to say, yeah, I told you, I told you they're bad cops. Well, Right, because now you have rumors, right? right. You, don't, you don't have facts. And, and this is where leadership has an obligation to step in right now, right now, 
and 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 put put the word out on the media. That's why I was glad when you asked me to do the show because it gives me at least an opportunity to talk about the officers that are involved to say, hey, their investigation isn't complete. Their anxiety level now is through the roof. Right on. Because nobody's telling them anything. So now the first time they hear that they may be terminated, suspended, fired, right. uh, arrested is on the media, right. not from the department, right. not on, on any official terms. The union president doesn't know because if an officer is disciplined, I get a copy immediately of the charges. It gets sent to me an email. I don't have a single piece of paper mm. involving any of these officers at all. That's a fact. I'm saying it on your show right now. And even though you don't put me under oath, you can go ahead and put me under oath. And what it does is it injects into the community that cops are bad cops. And it injects into the cops who are out there on the streets now. Oh, man, they're coming after us. I'm backing off even further. Well, remember, they don't know either. Right. Because they have rumors. So so they're just hearing rumors because the investigation isn't finished or it isn't complete. So they themselves may start perpetuating a rumor, and then it expands even more. And then, you know, media people like yourself and everything that are well-connected in the city start getting information that isn't accurate. And maybe you run a story, like happened yesterday, or maybe you don't. You decide. But in any event, this is why the rules are the rules. And let's just say, Marty, let's say the investigation's complete and there is wrongdoing. Right. Okay, now you put that out and you tell the public what action that you're taking. But hey, how about let's do something novel. Let's follow due process. Let's do a thorough thorough investigation. Let's publish our findings, and then we take action. Why don't we start there? Mm. Creates a lot of anger within the department. I'm angry. Bob, thanks for holding so long, man, in Cranberry. Go ahead. Hey, Marty, great show, and the judge and Bob, they're excellent guests. Yes. Uh, you know, I was thinking uh, COVID's done a lot of damage to the economy and that, but I think what the police they're what they're getting portrayed as is doing maybe equally damage to the economy why and why? Uh, i wanted why? your thoughts on that why because people are getting away with everything these criminals you know i live in cranberry but with the way pittsburgh is i have no desire to go there and that's a shame thank it, you it, bob go uh, morning can you hear me okay now yes sir okay good yeah. First of all, thanks to the caller for calling in. And you live in a beautiful community, and I know a lot of your police officers, and they're fantastic human beings out there. Uh, I agree with you that uh, you are going to see a decrease in people coming into the city uh, unless they get this correct, corrected. And you're probably seeing it in other cities. Uh, secondly, uh, I do believe that uh, reduction in law enforcement does impact communities. When people feel safe, uh, you have a robust, thriving economy. When people don't feel safe, you don't. So I, I think your observation is correct. You know, at the end of the day, we've got to be able to get cops in a position where they're willing to do their job. How do we get back to that, Bob? Very carefully. Um, leadership has to step forward and lead the uh, agencies that they lead, uh, reinstate pride in the profession, right. and, and reinstate it properly. We're going we're gonna to train you. We're going to pay you correctly. We're going to provide you with the proper benefits, and we're going to make sure that you're led properly. Then we're going to hold you accountable after we do those things. But what's happening right now is it's flipped. There's accountability without leadership and without, um, you know, in my opinion, you know, adequate benefits and pay for right. a lot of these agencies. So if you want professionals, pay them correctly, benefit the, uh, provide them with proper benefits, lead them correctly, then and after you've accomplished those things – you can then hold them accountable. 
one of my insiders who's a cop, he's been out there 30 years, said, it's our fault to a degree. Members of the media, they make 2 million arrests a year, and we take 12 cases, and we portray them all as criminals. Is that accurate? That may be that officer's opinion, and I, and I understand where they're coming from. However, whose fault this is? Yeah. When this negative narrative gets out right. there, are these bosses. If you remember the Dallas police chief back when they actually used an IED where they had to go after the suspect that killed everybody in the street. You remember that guy? Yes. I don't know if you remember him. Of course. He went, he went right out on the public and said, I ordered the use of that explosive device to take that suspect into custody. I don't know if you remember right. him. That was a leader. That guy was a leader. He didn't let it fall on his members. He went out and said, I ordered my SWAT team to do that. And that's what you don't see today. Today, I see politicians wearing police uniforms rather than leaders wearing police uniforms. Does it help when your police chief kneels with Black Lives Matter protesters? Does it help or hurt the department? It so hurts I, them. I've seen the photographs, Marty, and yes. I can only tell you the response of really, really solid cops that saw that. They were demoralized. Right. So there's no need to do any of those kind of things. All you have to do is just go out there, provide um, proper uh, police protection to any protester or whatever, engage them in conversations when it's, when it's purposeful, but you just still need to maintain your professional decorum and just be a police officer. The message that your guys got was, he's one of them, not one of us. In their opinion, yes, I would agree right? with you. That, that, right. That was, that was the image that they relayed to me that they felt he was relaying to them. Is this the worst morale you've ever seen in your career in the department? Yes, from 34 years total police work, I would say yes. That's and that's right. dangerous to both officers and the public? Officers, the public, uh, and the police force in general. Yeah. Bob Schwartzwalder, it's always a pleasure, man. I respect your honesty. Thank you, Marty, for having me. I appreciate it. Great stuff. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.